Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week we watched season 12, episode 8 of The Real Housewives of New York with comedian Jake Snell. Jake is a Madison, Wisconsin-based comedian. Since taking the stage in late 2014, he has become a Midwest favorite, producing independent shows and opening for nationally touring headliners like Dan Soder, Ian Edwards, and Marina Franklin. He is a regular performer at Comedy on State and was a feature comedian on five of Kyle Kinane's Spring Break tour shows. Jake is a co-founder and producer of the Madison Comedy Week Festival. Follow Jake on Twitter at SnellUlater and on Instagram at Jake Snell. Follow us at TO underscore pod on Twitter and on Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. Please also follow Ryan on Twitter at KW Gooding Jr. and on Instagram at RyanMason18. Please rate, download, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to Reality. I'm Ryan Mason. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. And we are still at home under the uh, guidelines of our city, Mm -hmm. Um, but we're continuing on with forcing people to watch reality TV, Um, mostly comedians that we've spoken with over the past like month or so here. Um, Mm -hmm. And we're lucky to have one of my friends from Madison, Jake Snell, say hi. Hey there, everybody (laughs) in reality. It's important to mention, we, we were talking before this, it's important to mention that Jake is tall. Yeah. Oh, we're just going right there. He's tall. He's a tall person. He's a tall person. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to have him over the internet because it takes away a lot of his mm, appeal. Mm. Yeah. If, you, if, I, if I say anything stupid and you're listening from home, just remember that I'm really tall, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, the air is thin up there. It'll elevate those statements. Yeah. What what is like the the tall joke that people say to you all the time? That's like really you're over it. Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I guess just I uh, I guess I don't really think about it as part of like my identity. So when it's brought to my attention, it's just you don't like, see height. <laughs> yeah, I don't see height because yeah. of my privilege. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm height, a little bit height privilege. Now I have to ask you a question. This is really important in in terms of everything that we're talking about. But sometimes when I'm at the the grocery store, which I'm not anymore, but let's pretend that the imagine, pandemic isn't happening. Imagine and, going to a grocery store, and I can't reach things off of the top shelf. If you saw someone not being able to reach off the top shelf, would you help or would you just walk on by? Definitely help. Ah, okay. Even in even in the the pandemic, you gotta help. Ah. Out. Okay. That's, a t- that's a tall man's burden. burden yeah. Really. It's like you always are getting the Wheaties off the top shelf. Yeah, I was always uh, <laughs> I, in college. There was this uh, old lady I'd always see at the grocery store, and I ended up just like walking around the store with her and helping her pick out groceries a bunch of times, just because. She <laughs> I love just, this. I love. She this. was a sweetheart, though. You know that kind of stuff makes you feel good. God, yeah. You're so wholesome. I love that because sometimes I when I when I used to work at an office, um, I would get smart pop which is like white lady supposedly low fat popcorn but it's always on the top shelf and like the guy who was stocking it would just watch me while i tried to reach it and i was like this guy can reach this he's just watching me do it what is he like- yeah, but he works there so that's entertainment for him i yeah. guess so i get that he's not <laughs> you know, like one mode. time some some lady's boob popped out or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to be too close to yeah, his focal point. Now he never gets Whew. it. Oh gosh, you're so wholesome, Jake. It's important to point out that's probably because you're from the Madison comedy scene, 
where everybody's nice and <laughs> likes each other. Is that fake? For the most part, we're pretty supportive for the most part. It's a, it's a super supportive scene. Oh, okay. Really yeah. I didn't know if you were being sarcastic or not. No, I'm not even I'm not even using that as a dig at, on my scene, but uh, here in Milwaukee, but uh, Madison is a super supportive. Did like, you grow up in the Madison area? I grew up in Kenosha, actually. I started comedy in Madison in uh, like 2015. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a really nice and supportive scene we have like we've grown a lot so like yeah. i feel like it's like once people start getting like legitimate opportunities is when people stop being just like super nice to everybody for no reason you know? would you say it's like when people stop being polite and start being real kind of um, <laughs> but i think i think there is just a really like grateful kind of energy about madison comedy because we're like we're definitely out kicking our coverage. Like we're a really, we're just a quarter of a million people. And I don't know of any towns that size that like have as good of a scene as we do. Yeah. So Jake, you, uh, do you watch reality television? Uh, so, I mean, it, de- it depends. I guess there's more things that are reality television than I like think of, you know, but I did, Recently, and like since all this kind of stuff, like being indoors and stuff, I know Netflix is really up to their reality TV game with like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's cheap, yeah. The Circle. Oh and, yeah, did you like The Circle? Uh, I started watching it because uh, my friend Cynthia, you know Cynthia, yeah, yeah, she was the co-founder of Madison Comedy. Uh, she's a Madison comedian. Her cousin was on the show yes uh sammy right yeah we talked about we, this yeah a little bit. i loved she, her too she was so good on the show yeah yeah she seems like a sweet girl yeah you know and so that i mean i just watched it because because that i was like oh that's kind of cool and then it was kind of like this weird eerie foreshadowing of like what we're all currently <laughs> doing now <laughs> truly truly yeah what a like what a fun thing to watch like now imagine that being like oh it's so weird they're dating almost in quarantine but like now i've talked to some people who are doing that you know what really though wild. it's yeah. the, fun, the funny thing is um so i'm I'm a reality show fanatic, obviously. That's like kind of the point of the show. But I, I'm, I love Big Brother Canada. And so Big Brother Canada, the folks that were in there for this season um, went in prior to this sort of happening. And they were like, well, we're going to keep them in there because they're in quarantine or whatever. But the, the, the people who work on the show, they were like, we can't keep coming in like whatever so they had to like cut the season short so they basically like these people went into big brother canada they're cut off from i don't know if you watch big brother but essentially they are cut off from the outside world so they had no idea and at some point they just like production just came in and was like we're shutting this down you're done with big brother and you're not going to get to play because there's this horrible pandemic so these people were just like i'm sorry what like oh it was so but wild the, but these people already like took leaves of absence from their jobs and like right yeah. to like be in the show and then had nothing to return to even though it got scrapped Probably. right yeah it's exactly canada. they're all like lumberjacks yeah i mean they're like, fi- also it's canada they're fine they have health care they have yeah, they're whatever they're fine great. yeah yeah the logging industry isn't yeah. really yeah up and <laughs> really right now did Everyone you watch anything ball. did you watch any reality shows like growing up or um i guess so i watched like real real world and road rules and uh those kind of shows 
Uh, You're a little younger than uh, I was going to say. How old are you? Well, actually, time out. What's the first real world like season that you remember watching? Oh, I don't even remember. I remember when they started doing the challenge shows, though. Okay. The versus shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are so fun. Yeah, I don't like really watch that show. I don't really remember much from it. Have you ever applied to be on a dating show? You're like a tall, handsome person. Like, (laughs) I feel like that's such a like. On on a lot of the reality dating shows, they never have somebody who's like legit tall, because it's too big of an advantage. It might be the framing thing too. They're really weird. Production crews are super weird about height. Like, um, I was in a a couple commercials and I lost one because I was like two inches too tall for like the framing of the like because the other actor in the commercial was going to be just a little bit too much difference. Yeah, yeah, because they would have to. Yeah, that's I true. Didn't think about that. Was it? It was a commercial for a party sub. It was a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a little. It was a little. A little. Uh, it was actually a, f- a food company, but I don't know if I'm okay. supposed to do anything. <laughs> um, but I never. I've never applied, but uh, I have thought about it, and oh, should, you should do it. So my my family is constantly trying to get me to apply to be on the bachelorette yeah man do you have but like here's sisters the thing. or something like that or like are they uh, yeah so show? my mom and my sister uh both always kind of like encourage me to do something like that like if i want like that's who i'll watch that show with if i do watch it oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah because they watch it all the time like they sure. like every week when it comes out or whatever when it's playing uh so i would watch that with them if i'm like visiting kenosha and they'd always be like because they do like the casting call commercial, you know, and they're like, hey. And, well, hey, man, you should tell them. I'll give me their number because you can nominate people. Yeah, you can nominate people. Like oh, other oh, people oh. could say like, this is my brother. He really should be on this show. So if they're listening, go. Go, go, go on. on. Just nominate. Because famously, I believe Ben Higgins. No, Ben Higgins was like. He was like discovered on an airplane. On an airplane. Yeah. But uh, I think Nick Vial was nominated by one of his sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now there's that whole thing, like a lot of the dynamic is like people want to be on a reality show so that they're like social media stuff picks right. up and like they get like an, an It would be good for your comedy. Like, Wait, are sure. you saying he might be on the show for the wrong reasons? Totally. Exactly. Totally. Well, that's what I was getting at. Unbelievable. Like, yeah. All Unbelievable. the other guys would be like, Jake's totally here for the wrong reasons. Yeah. He's just sick of doing bar shows to 30 people. Which couldn't be further from the truth. If you're thinking about coming to one of those shows, Jake loves being there. <laughs> also, you play you play music, so like that on like The Bachelor. That's all. There's always a guy who there's can play a guitar music. guy. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. always like a guitar guy. So not only would you be tall guy, you would also be guitar guy. So it's like you'd you'd have it. You'd have a good shot at it. I think. Yeah, man. I mean, the only thing about that is that, and so I've had some friends that have. Um, signed up for like competition reality shows and um i had a lawyer friend of mine look over one of the contracts that they make you sign and it is intense yeah like they're literally like the the language that they use for like describing what they own in terms of like your likeness and like all the content from the show it's like and we own everything throughout all time and space and the universe and like it's like really like imperial legal jargon yeah yeah that's why like a lot of the like american idol folks or like whatever end up having to sue like to get out of there Their contract, be- because yeah. they'll say like anything that you like any future 
like recordings that you make are ours too and so like they end up having to sue to like get out of it or whatever but uh as a you know a working struggling comedian uh let me just say uh where do i sign uh <laughs> but that's exactly it they're taking advantage of people who want to like how quickly can i sell out is what i want to know right <laughs> i will do it i'll debase myself for any company willing to be like if they're like we own your likeness forever i'd be like okay well based whatever. on my my extensive research it seems as if maybe reality shows have not figured out how to prevent the uh what is it my fans or only fans only fans mm. and that's mm-hmm. the thing where you you uh, i think you pay like 15 dollars to see reality stars boobs or whatever okay. all right well or dicks or whatever i'd like to i have to use the credit card tonight <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a, a niched version of patreon that's yes right. yes a little more ex- uh, exclusive or explicit? Erotic? Or, Would you say either erotic? one? Any of the e words? Exclusive, all of them. explicit, erotic. Um, speaking of erotic, we made you watch a show uh, <laughs> filled with elderly women. <laughs> they uh, really are elderly, quite elderly. Real Housewives of New York. And had you ever seen Real Housewives in any capacity? I've, I've seen. I don't. Yeah, like I've. You know, I'm familiar with like. I've probably seen more like parodies of right. the mm. Housewives franchise than I have like the actual show. But uh, yeah, I've just, I've seen like, you know, clips that go popular on the internet and like stuff like right. that, but I, I don't like tune in or anything like okay. that. So uh, was it, was it kind of what you expected or was it? Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, I mean, yeah, it was, it was totally what I expected. Like at first I was like, Maybe I'll watch like the episode before just to, like see what the dynamic is for everyone. But yeah. I was like, okay, I'll watch the episode, the most recent one first. And then I was like, there's no way in hell I'm watching another 45 minutes of that. <laughs> now, I want to say this. Point. <laughs> the ep- so we watched episode eight of season 12, which was kind of, I, I will say this, it was kind of a, um, a-, a standard. Uh, housewives episode you know we had some we had some cool quote-unquote travel we had some drinking we had some fighting we whatever spa, but spa but the the episode the one that was before this was an all-timer and so um like I one think, of them had thrown up in a taxi <laughs> no that happened this episode oh, okay i'm saying that's a standard oh okay <laughs> but like i think this was a good example of like a very standard new york episode but the one before was an all-timer and i think it's interesting that like this one felt to me like i was like i'm at home you know this is this is it this i'm here did you draw any comfort from hearing these (laughs) uh these loud women yelling at each other jake was that did that bring you any form of peace at first so like the and and this is probably by design i would Mm -hmm. imagine from the producers it's like the structure of the episode like it's really lighthearted and like there's like dramatic recap and then it's like okay activities activities slight conflict and then it's like boom like thick at the end with just yeah. like screaming over each <laughs> other and like i feel like that is like as somebody who performs and gets on stage and stuff like that we deal with stress in it and in weird ways right like right. most people would look at kind of like what you do and be like that stresses me out I can honestly say that when I watch Real Housewives, it fucking stresses me out. Like it brings, <laughs> it, it like stresses me out. I know. What? I, I really think my hairline is like receding at a faster rate right now because of like having gone through that. 
Yeah, isn't that weird? But like going on stage and talking to a microphone in front of, you know, 150 people, no yeah. problem. I'll go do that. I think it's just for me, like the thing that stressed me out, and I think, again, this is by design because it's like not one of them is like ever correct. Which, like, makes you want to, like, chime in so hard. And then, like, all of a sudden you give a shit about, like, these people's problems. Because it's like, oh, no one is fully right. I want to correct all of you in some way. (laughs) And now I care. Now I'm in. Honestly, this is the greatest take of of Housewives of all time. It's like, that's that's what's intriguing about it. You're just like, wait, what? Yeah. That's why you get sucked in. Yeah. It's like there's seven Karens. And they're all like out there shouting okay. their point. Okay, but, but they're not like that's, traditional. But but here's the thing: that is New York. That's a very like New like maybe Beverly Hills, maybe OC, but like the idea that these are like again the thing about New York is like every episode at some point I'm reminded that I'm just like oh right these are elderly women like they're just yelling at each other I elderly love, women I do, yelling I do love at each the other idea of like my like getting in arguments with my friends or like shitting around with comics and like making fun of each other that will never die right like that's going to be a part of my life forever and and it is kind of like reassuring that these women are like having the same argument that they've had (laughs) a hundred times and they're like well and like when they boil it down it's always like okay well the the point i'm trying to make is you're a whore like that's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and it's, it's just like a six-year-old woman. So petty, like it's like they'll they'll get into this huge fight, like storm out. Like, mm. I mean, not no spoilers. I don't know if no, 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 no we, we it's, it's not a recap show. Get in and That's out it. as much as you want. Because like they straight up are like, okay, fuck you and fuck you, and I'm leaving. And then they all go like panic mode, like they're gonna lose each other forever. Like it's gonna be the last time they see each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Of like people they just like casually walked away from like angrily. <laughs> and it's then they like they get on a hayride together. They have like the emotional intelligence of like a cardboard box and it's <laughs> like it, it was it was a lot. I couldn't yeah. tell. The so big thing the, for me is I couldn't tell anyone apart. Yeah, let's start with that. Like you said that to me and I was like, that's actually good because like we can just kind of describe some of the characters. So every time we have, every time we have a new, give us your every t- every time we have a new person on to watch Real Housewives, this is a this is like a running theme, and it's like I've read a lot of Andy Cohen's books, which are are all of Andy Cohen's books, which he's like the producer of this show or whatever. And he like one of the main things when they first shopped these shows around was like everyone was like we cannot tell these women apart, like they all look the same. Right. So that's why there's those like like across the bottom they'll be like tinsley or whatever like because people were like i can't tell these women apart and like now being like a huge housewives fan i'm just like what like you can't tell dorinda and and i mean tinsley apart like you know i can tell them apart now because now i've been forced to watch these shows enough but if you were like tell me what this person's i can tell them by like how they look if you're like tell me what this person's all about i'd be like i don't know (laughs) You know, like Luann drinks a lot. Uh, you know. <laughs> She's allowed to drink again. Yeah, I guess. Was she was she in recovery? Uh, she, was. she she got arrested and threatened to kill a cop, so she'd been on probation for a bit. And this is her first season not being on probation. She, Did she threaten to kill a cop on the show. No, no, but they filmed it, so it was it it, it like so the show just sure did pick up that. Uh, 
that like dash cam footage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, like look, if you're being we arrested, all to I'm just saying, if you're being arrested and you're like, why are you? And she was drunk. She was quite drunk, and she was like, why are you arresting me? I'll kill you. And she's like, snuck out of her handcuffs. That's, That's on amazing. the cop. That's awesome. Yeah. That she snuck out of her handcuffs. Yeah, she snuck out of her handcuffs, and then they like they were like kind of aggressive with her, and she's like, I'll kill you. And I was like, that was clearly not an actual threat. She was just drunk or whatever. What my point yeah. is, cops, boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems like something where she's not usually in a position to have to be held accountable for saying. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. When you just like get around people that just like let you talk like that, like I'll hear <laughs> like burns. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would love to have the kind of uh, like opinion of myself where I was like, I can tell a cop that I'm gonna kill him. Okay, what's he gonna do? <laughs> she was in Florida at the time, though. I will say. I mean, in her defense. I mean, I I will say like my wife has talked me out of doing dumb things, you know, certainly in my life. But these women are much older than me, like so. I it surprises me when that stuff happens. There is a lot of great clips out there of Luann falling into like bushes and no. This and episode stuff. didn't they cut back to it like? At least once, right? That's like a classic for this. I think they they cut to someone throwing up in a bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that no, but that was that was Sonia. Yeah, Sonia. that was like a day ago. So like Sonia, <laughs> Sonia is on this show. She, they're all very beautiful women. I would say that they're yeah. good looking, you know, people. Um, probably with a lot of help and in, in that regard, you know. But I don't, I don't really care about that. Um, but Sonia like throws up in a bus, right? They cut back to that. And then they were doing yoga like the next day and they were like getting on her for being late. Yeah. (laughs) You remember that? (laughs) Yeah. So I literally like, I kind of like wrote shit down because I was like trying to remember like who was in that scene. And uh, yeah, it was, um, Ramona. uh, Oh, and see, that's the first that I've heard from Ramona was the yoga scene. Because Ramona right. wasn't in the title sequence. And I suspected that she was a little salty about that. At least not for this episode. I don't know if she typically... Oh, I don't know. Maybe she just wasn't on like the opening. She she should... She's in the... T- I don't know about this one, but she is show. in the title sequence. But she was the one orchestrating the yoga thing that was like her thing. You know? Mm. <laughs> no, her... Yeah, her title sequence... Uh, her Her thing is, I don't need a man to love me. I love myself or something to that effect. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. What was your favorite tagline? I wrote those down too. Yeah, uh, man. Dor- Dorinda's was, "I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong." Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's pretty good. I thought it was Sonia's. That was, "I'm no one's accessory." I. Am. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the whole lifestyle brand. <laughs> Leah said she floats like a butterfly, but stings like a bitch. Horrible. <laughs> The one of the worst taglines of all time. But I honestly, I do love Leah, but th- just a fucking terrible. My, my favorite one I've ever heard was the uh, Dumb Blunt. What is that? What was that one from Real Houses? Cameron from Real yeah. Houses. Okay, Real Houses of Dallas. This is it. I'm going to do it in her affect because it's like, that's the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Dumb blondes get noticed. Smart blondes get everything. That was my favorite one. She had a 
She had a dog yeah, food company that made pink dog food because she liked the mm-hmm. color pink, mm-hmm. and it like that sounds about right. Dogs it made dogs. It made dogs shit like pink. Yeah, poop it wasn't and, like, great. Like di- like pink diarrhea. <laughs> too much pink. Too much yeah, pink. That was her brand. Just, have you ever done yoga when you were like hungover? Yeah, I have. It's not great. It's not great because you need to be able to like work. Because you, when you're hungover, you're like you're not like really, you don't feel really in your body. And yoga is all about feeling like in your body. Yeah. Like, I just want to be in a tight ball when I'm hungover. See, I, I, I will say this. I disagree. You like hungover I, yoga? I like hungover, like being really sweaty when you're hungover. Like it feels like shit, but it really gets you, it gets you okay, over you the hangover, yeah, you know, so. like yeah, you, you just sweat that booze out. In general, like the, like the after effects of like doing yoga or something might be, like you might feel good after um but it also depends on if you like the kind of like flexibility type workout too like if i was just if i just went on like a even just like a run down the street just to get my heart rate up or something like i might start to feel a tiny bit better just because it's like you're just like one direction just like ah like because you listen to one direction when you run I'm like yeah it's like just me in one direction and then like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Running in circles, listening to One Direction. Just a tall guy listening to One Direction, <laughs> running down the street. No big deal. You could be on The Bachelor. That would work out great. <laughs> People would love that. Um, so the the take me through the beginning of the episode. Okay, so the, the beginning the beginning was, was the recaps of the of the uh, night before. The, like all the debauchery, can yeah. I just say one thing really quick? This has not, like we can just power through this point, but um, so we're watching this. It's New York City. Leo, Luia, and Luanne go to lunch, right? And they're coughing in a way that is yes, very concerning that? to me. When, yeah, when was this filmed? It would have been like end of summer last year. So they so, they usually film New York. They usually film like end of summer dance? through December. Really? Like they'll do Christmas. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what if they were like patient hey, zero? For yeah. COVID? But they live such sheltered lives mm. that it just took a little while for it to yeah. spill outside of I their. I see region. that, and then everybody at the Russian bathhouse gets it, and then boom, you got a then pandemic. Yeah, the whole east <laughs> side is just, you know, ramped. thank God it's exclusive. I yeah. noticed that though, and they all kind of have like, and maybe it was this episode, but I felt like for sure it wasn't because they all have this like smokers hack. And yeah, for sure. Dorinda totally smokes. They're like, so does uh, 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 like they sound like a like old timey agent from like the thirties. Like you're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be something big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Luann, we've seen smoke on the show like in times of stress. Yes. Uh, Dorinda, I think Dorinda is a smoker for sure. Um, I don't, Tinsley, I don't think so. I like your money is, but Tinsley's voice is always. Like she's always like, I've lost my voice. Like she has the highest voice, like baby voice. But every like two episodes, she's like has no voice. I don't know what her deal is. Is is she the one that like screeches? Yeah. Yes. It could be (laughs) that. I mean, they all screech, but yes, I. You're yes. But yeah, she'll just be like, she'll get the slightest little bit of like uh an aroused conversation and she's like, like yeah, she's yeah. Like, where where were they eating i don't even remember what they were eating like they we didn't even get to Lee see and i don't know they barely that's usually <laughs> my fa- favorite thing on these shows is seeing like what little like leaf of lettuce they eat it's always fun 
because they don't really like eat hardly anything. Wait, wait. Okay, so I I have to admit that I watched like the last two shows like back to back. Did we get to see Tinsley boxing? Was this the Tinsley boxing episode? No, I don't think so. No, it must be the one after that. It's the one where they go to the Russian. Right. Yeah. Right. Bathhouse, yes. Yes, yes, yes. What is what was Tinsley boxing? Well, Tinsley's like one of her exercises, like she's like doing this thing where like Leah has introduced her to like this boxing coach and he is very like Oh, that's why she says float like a butterfly sting like a bitch. Yes, because Leah of Muhammad yeah. Ali. Uh... The boxing coach isn't Muhammad Ali, but it's, well, I'm just saying that it's, it's like, a guy who looks like he was um... the first person to say float like a butterfly sting like a bitch. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, this guy looks like uh, who's that guy from The Sopranos who's also in Big Pussy? No, that's also in that band. Steve Van Zandt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Stevie. There, yes, yes. There, the her boxing coach looks like that, and he just he like keeps like kind of making Tinsley cry. It's great. I would. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I would it. watch that. What did you think of Tinsley Mortimer? <laughs> what did you think of her? That's her last name is Mortimer. Yep. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, she, so she was like a socialite who married someone called Topper Mortimer, who apparently is a. Topper Mortimer. Yeah. That's the best dominatrix name if there ever was one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, Topper Mortimer is not the coupon king. Oh. That was her husband. Her current boyfriend and now fiance is the coupon king. Joey Coupons. Scott something Scott. from Chicago. Scotty Coupons. <laughs> Scotty. Hey, this is Scotty Coupons. He seems cool, but it might just be because I'm generally from the Chicago area. And, and I love a good deal. I love a good deal from a guy who says things in a Chicago accent. Like, you I, know. I think Tinsley's like attractive. Uh, and she always like seems to be made up. You know, like she's late to everything. Though. That would drive me nuts. <laughs> Is she like so? It seems like uh, her and Leah are like slightly younger. Than yes, yes, they are. Yeah, they are. Oh, see, you're you're picking up on it. Oh, yeah. So got a list of names next to the conversation. <laughs> this is an old. Like, this cast, I would say, is generally older than most of the casts mm-hmm. on Housewives. Uh, Ramona is the old. Is, is the the elder statesman of the of the group. She's sixty two. She, she looks great. Oh She's sixty two. Jesus Christ. I oh, wish I looked like her now. But um Tinsley's like forty four. So she like she comes in she clocks in young, but she's not she's not that young. Yeah. Yeah, she she like the weird thing about her too is like she's forty four. She acts like she's twenty eight. Twelve. And she dresses <laughs> like she's thirteen. Yes. Yeah. They all act like they're like nineteen. Like, I mean, you, when you said Sonia was sixty-two, I was like, "Oh man!" Like at first, I was like, "Okay, Sonia, like good for you." But then quick, I was like, quick, no, Ram- Ramona still... sixty-two. Or okay, but yeah, still. Sonia is like in her fifties. I don't know if I still want to be throwing up in cabs when I'm sixty-two. I mean, that, I guess that's Truly, I guess that I mean... insinuates that I still do it now, which I don't. You can't take cabs anymore. Can you imagine? Now throwing up in a bus, uh, maybe an L train. It depends. Yeah. What about you, Jake? You still oh, you man. still getting down with throwing up outside? I haven't thrown up in a long time, a oh. long time. But I did. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't name drop because it's technically illegal in the state of Wisconsin. But I got very drunk 
uh, I did a guest spot at comedy club and uh, ended up smoking weed with one of the, the headliner. And uh, after like 20 minutes, I was like, I got to get in a cab right now. And I just like sat there quietly in a cab, like, I'm okay. <laughs> like the weed was too strong or you were going to well, throw up? I, I just, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to like do anything to <laughs> risk escalating the situation at all. And I was just like, okay, this is uh, too much this is too too point for me. <laughs> like, this is, this mm. I feel like that's a tough one for comedians too, is like you, you have to be able to hang is as a big part of like what we do like socially you have to be like one of the boys and i think the real housewives yeah. too it's kind of the deal and like you, you have to like party it up you have to yeah. keep up with each yeah they're just other. like constantly pouring wine and taking shots and stuff i mean i mean truly like not to get into like the dark side of the season but like that was like one of the they things killed that- a cop <laughs> No, that was one of the things Luann said was she was like, I, I have not been drinking because she's on probation or whatever. And she's like, uh, like, but one of the things I want to do is I want to be able to hang with the girls. I want to like be able to have a drink. And like Leah also is someone who um, hadn't drank for like nine years or something. And she's like, I feel like I can handle a drink or two. Right. And she mentioned it on this show. She was like, I just told my mom that I'm drinking. And her mom won't talk to her anymore. I I felt like that was kind of strange. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what her deal is. Well, her mom was married to a cop, and uh, she killed him. So, the only thing that like really like bums me, like I, I get that it's like entertainment, and like these people live a life that I have no, yeah, yeah, I have no understanding of really at all. So like, it's it's almost like it's like in a way they don't even like exist in the same like world almost. Jake, don't sell yourself short. You could totally serve drinks to these ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and please, like one of those Sonia, cars where you don't wear a shirt. Let me tell you, Sonia would be. <laughs> you could you could sleep with Sonia if you wanted to because like she she will hit on a she will hit on a young person. It just it just bums me out that like they're all really old and like they haven't ever like gotten to like get themselves together as a person. Like when you think of like a, a lady in her sixties, it's like hopefully like an intelligent like wise uh-huh. person who can like uh-huh. offer sage wisdom and like mm-hmm. perspective and guidance and like has a healthy way of like self-reflection and okay well dorinda was going to doctor uh can we talk about doctor dorinda's doctor right <laughs> who like i was looking around that office i didn't see any degrees on the wall did you notice yeah. that right so yeah, it was like, like, like the receptionist like they don't even want like <laughs> I don't know. Like, it said like it said like wellness and chiropractic on the like on the sign when she walked into yeah. this like session, and then I was like, okay, maybe this is like a wellness coach. What did you it's, think that it was? Like a guy that was just there to like appease her. I like, mean, it's, isn't like that a what? A, why am I paying my psychologist? Right, but it was like like the way he was talking about stuff too was like so. In my opinion, right, if if you're talking about like this tip you have. With, and it's like both of you are completely wrong. Like it's like you're <laughs> you're both horrible at communicating and being authentic people. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the nature of the problem. Sure. And and he's like he's like you know you gotta let her do you and like you do you and like he's like he's like being this like yes man. man about it. And yeah, like, I don't think that a medical professional would give that advice. Like it didn't seem 
it didn't seem that, that it yeah. was like actually valuable. I also feel like the monogrammed uh like scrubs is a good sign that you're not in a good place. Oh, you're okay, yeah. You're not in a Yeah, yeah, you know, like because like of, uh, it, it really just feels like a like a Dr. Hollywood like you you or Dr. Like, Miami or whatever yeah, it like It made me think of like uh <laughs> like Donald Trump's doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Like the one like hippie guy who's Manhattan. just like everything's fine man and it's like they just pay these people to <laughs> kind of say what they want them to say it's like right. Dorinda's gonna go to her therapist and her therapist is just like yeah girl dish and it's like <laughs> yeah what therapy but is. speaking of like the like the uh, like i don't know the neighborhoods of new york but like um they well, you really, got your up uptown. I mean, yeah, I, you, you know, your Manhattan, your your whatever. But uh, when when all the when all the women like at some point had had a conversation about where Leo lived, and right. like, I don't know why why they were acting like Leo lived in like a garbage dump. I don't know either. I think that, like, if you're asking me to give like real would, estate I, yeah. uh, breakdown you, of an area, do you have that I know Le- real about. estate like breakdown of Leah's? Leah was okay. So here's the thing about Leah too, because when they were at Leah's apartment, mm-hmm. he she revealed that the guy she was dating, yeah, who made the fruit salad or whatever, yeah, mm-hmm. she sent a nude to him with pita bread in it, yeah, and then he sent it to someone else yeah and then she was like i think he's a gentleman though <laughs> then she was uh, like no, I, I wrote like a guy who's a real piece of shit no i wrote this down because yeah, i like dating ugly guys i need to yes. be beauty and he gets to be the beast <laughs> yes 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 i wrote this down because i also thought like what is the level of pita like because uh what does that even mean like i've been to some like shawarma places with like hot like hot fresh pitas so that she maybe was naked with a pita i don't know but i'm just saying maybe i'd be willing to to sex text uh if i was going to get a good pita and shawarma situation i thought maybe the was the picture in a pita that's what i thought yeah maybe she had some some kind of creative uh you know, leaving a little bit to the imagination via the pita bread or something like that. Do you I, think hummus was involved? She just wanted to say <laughs> that she sent a nude to somebody, right? Like she wanted to be like, yes. I'm good looking and I sent a naked photo of myself yeah, to someone. But also like her, like she also wanted to like shock her sister, right? Because her sister right. was in, like, was there who was also like, I'm also cool and wild. And she was like, she did what? Yeah, their so conversation I felt like was, was just like, these two women don't care for each other <laughs> like, I feel like that about everyone I expected, <laughs> to see, like, I expected to see like some kind of alliance like taking form among the group they all hate each other equally for sure i feel like if i had to say which two actually like each other's company like which two get well, along I, the best it would be ramona and sonia ramona, ramona and sonia ramona and sonia yeah. are tight they get along and then maybe Dorinda and Luann, I guess, but they have no. their what about the fish room? Like in the Hamptons. Yeah, that was I don't a, know. that was a nightmare. So like you're you're totally right though, because they all can have it out for one another. Like there was a part of this episode where Ramona says, uh, or, or they're all kind of bagging on Dorinda. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Dorinda says, like, 
you've been doing this for years to to Ramona. She she calls her a bully or something of that nature. Do you remember what she said? Well, I think because Ramona told someone. She said, "Oh yeah, you would you would you should reckon you do that all the time." So you oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So and it seemed very <laughs> shocking, but also at the same time, I was like, "Does she not recognize that she's a mean bitch?" All the time? I honestly, like, when oh. I was watching it, I was like, "That's fair." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like Ramona, I've watched this show for like five minutes. I can tell. Like, Ramona, I've watched this show for twelve yeah. seasons. It's like Ramona is kind of a bitch. Like, and yeah. that's fine. She knows that. Like, she's yeah. said that it's many why times. Like her. Yeah. Also, like, I just want to point out that, like, Ramona, like, weirdly told Sonia she was fat. And that <laughs> she was like, Sonia, you're super fat. These women all look. What, what's your take on, on the looks? Did, did you find anyone particularly, like, um, good looking? Um, you know, there was a, there was, like, this whole, like, I didn't expect. They had because they had the whole Russian bathhouse scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should and talk. All, about that. Like my whole take of that was like when they were like getting like the the leaf massage or whatever mm-hmm. with like, the guy beating them with leaves, which was fucking weird to me. You but... could have totally been that guy. <laughs> if we were gonna say like what guy on the show you could have been, you could have been the leaf guy. I could yeah, I could have been the leaf guy for sure. I'd make a great leaf guy. If they were, Although the ceilings are kind of low in there. Unless I'm too tall, you know. <laughs> uh, Sonia, I think was the one. That they like, there was one that someone said like, "Oh, she's got a really good body," and then they like the camera like showed it. I think it was her. Mm, I think it might have been Leah. It might have been Leah. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean Sonia also Leah looks real like, good, but Leah is like the younger one, right? Yeah, it was probably Leah. She was in like an army green. Uh, yeah, that was Leah. Yeah, Sonia also has a very nice body, but yeah. So you're just Leah. saying you like any woman who's face down being beaten by leaves? I mean, it's kind of my thing. I didn't. Really- <laughs> You guys picked a great episode for me to, you know, analyze with you because he loves spoilers. Put that on your bio for The Bachelorette. That's all I'm saying. I love, I love being face down, beaten by leaves. Former Cabana boy. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Ready One to become a Cabana high and got scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the bathhouse, I think the part that to me was intriguing was like the food. I'm always interested in the food. And like this place where you could like order things in advance. So it was supposed to be like yeah. quasi healthy, but it was like, it's healthy. Also, vodka. Like you could just have vodka. But, okay, but I, I, I like zoomed in on that food. There was like one portion of it that was just a bunch of hard boiled eggs. And hell yeah. Like these hard boiled eggs and vodka. I'm not saying hard boiled eggs are bad for you, but like those ladies are not eating hard boiled eggs. No, not at all. Tinsley probably has one hard boiled egg. Like, and if any, she's good for the she year. might be eating the whites. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they didn't seem to be eating much, right? Because they're just like no. kind of all just yelling and talking over each other. It's almost like all that's there for like props for the scene. Well, the thing is, too, the thing that I found hilarious throughout like the whole thing, it was almost like it was like planned comedically. Like it seems like it could be like a Kroll show sketch because it was like they kept doing all this like self care shit. Like they were like doing right. yoga, they were at like the therapist, they did like the whole bathhouse thing. And they were pissed off at every single yeah. thing that they yeah. tried to do for like self care. Like it was like yeah. this whole thing that was supposed to be like zen and like calming and centering. And they're all just being the ex- like they've got nothing from it. They're being the that's exact. So, that's such a trope on these shows. I would say that's a New York trope. No way, because on Beverly Hills they oh they, yeah they went they to uh, 
Teddy Mellencamp's like yeah like retreat for women the and, and they were just the whole time they're just like if, if you we're want, not going to participate we'll be at the bar if you want to be a housewife it is to sign up for anything important in your life being ruined also I think that like what what being a housewife means to me is that like never having to say you're sorry right so they don't yeah, need, like they don't they're have not to. going to wellness or like these treatments to get better they think they are the shit already it is a self-confidence thing where it's like i wish i had the self-confidence that some of these women have i saw dorinda like smiling when they were like like they gave her like the slightest bit of props for something and she was like yeah, yeah. they said they said it's Dorinda. you have like the healing like you're you're the one who's helping other one other people it's time to help yourself and she was like she's like yeah i do help people i'm gonna help ramona later by calling her a bitch <laughs> <laughs> dorinda is like going through some shit though this yeah. season and clearly like it's it's she's not dealing great <laughs> all right all right fair i just thought it was like it was funny that they were talking about like her personal problem and she was like yeah and it just stems from like I think it was like Ramonia or Sonia. She was like, and it's just, it's just because I'm like that because she's not being her best. Dorinda's art, it's Tinsley, shit. but yeah. That's like, so oh yeah, it was Tinsley, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. some like evil stepmother shit right there. Like that's something my mom would say about me, like being like, well, I'm sorry I was mean to everybody, but it's because you're being terrible. And I'd be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> the worst apology of all time. <laughs> Like, yeah, just completely I'm, outsourcing all the things that you should yeah. feel to actually make a change in yourself. Which also, like, by the way, it's okay to, like, say to your friends, like, man, I've been a fucking bitch, Jerk, yeah. like, because I'm going through some shit. But, like, yeah. part of that apology is that you own it. And, like, right. you say, like, uh, I've been an asshole. And, like, Dorinda's whole thing is, like, I've been an asshole, but Tinsley's life is a fucking garbage dump, and that's why I'm an asshole. And you're just like, right. well, it's you can't the, just the shit on someone. The butt statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so they like sort of end up going to this. Where where do they get in like that big argument? Is that at the so bathhouse in the like no? At the so lunch? Ramona's party. Oh, Ramona's party. Yeah. Okay. It's like. Ramona and then all of her like I guess kind of real life friends. For, yeah, she, like, it must be. It was friends. a lot of friends that like aren't on the show. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this is what people in their at her age actually yeah. look like. Although they all had kind of whack haircuts. Was <laughs> <laughs> my take on that, but I'm sure they seem nice. Games. But what were they fighting about? I don't even know what they were fighting about. Well, I think they were kind of chilling in that like. Uh, Dorinda walked in and was like, how are conversation and cocktails? After, like, she was clearly, like, you know, it was clearly uncomfortable. And then they're all, like, kind of commiserating, like, yeah, you know, it was needed, and blah, blah, blah. But, Ramona, what you did was fucked up, or whatever <laughs> one it was. <laughs> it, it, okay, so the, the actual, yes, yes, the, the argument was it devolved into Dorinda yelling at Ramona and then Sonia being like, and also you called me fat. So it it really just oh, okay. became, it, they kind of devolved into just whatever. Yeah, but, right. I mean, I mean, they were schoolyard. No, I mean, it, it was like they were arguing about whatever they were arguing about. But it like their their best effort was to be like we can we can discuss this surface level stuff. Like they just, yeah, this they couldn't really contrived. get into what they actually were mad about. I think. Yeah, they didn't really. It, it it did seem really like surface level and not like 
like you said, Jake, like they aren't like learning some big picture thing about themselves or they're not coming, they're not having any breakthroughs, right? But I don't yeah. think that was going to come from an argument like that anyways. Right. I mean, that's kind of the thing is like, like uh, how it happened was like, they were chilling, having a good time, moment of conflict, a bunch of people not knowing what to do. So <laughs> they just put their, they just throw their punches and then they're like, okay, fine, fuck it. And then, then they go cry and like chase. It's like, it's like when like a, in a toxic relationship and like someone leaves expecting to get chased like yes right they'll come back like <laughs> now i do want to say though that that the fight devolving into the hallway was the most unglamorous moment of real housewives i've ever seen like because like okay so most real housewives outside of new york uh they all live in these like fucking mcmansion garbage pieces of shit like you know like just but mm -hmm. being in new york they live in an apartment building right so right. like yeah. they were in this hallway and uh like it just was it was so bleak in that hallway and so do you not remember this right no i don't is so, it like when essentially ramona kicked sonia out of her party and she was like fine i'm gonna leave or whatever and they, they were arguing in this hallway Does it, am i the only one who like felt this was i don't really... know maybe i just think that like oh yeah always in big buildings just aesthetically cool. aesthetically what i'm used to seeing on the housewives like that was so bleak to me because it just like looked like a hallway of an apartment i could live in yeah you see someone like picking up like a charcuterie board and throwing it versus <laughs> like there's like a maintenance guy in the background like vacuuming yeah. and smoking like <laughs> and also like with the sort of situation that we're all in now the idea of like going to a party with friends seems so great like can you imagine the first like time that like you could actually get together feel confident with with you know how things were and see all your friends and then to witness these women be like let's take this opportunity to really like take stabs at each other i haven't gotten to talk shit about you in a couple months and it's really affecting my personal well-being yeah like that would be so weird for bravo when it's like okay now we can have these women hang out together they'll probably i don't know them together I, honestly them, like, no i don't locations. know i don't know because like already atlanta had to have a virtual reunion and Vanderpump rules is gonna have a virtual reunion like but i i just want to come back to this hallway thing because oh, it, gosh, the hallway i just want to say uh, it's not about the hallway it really did shock me as a viewer but the the thing about the new york housewives that i think is unique is that they literally went from like you fat shame someone to then Ramona being like, I'm sorry, your husband died and you can't get right, over it, right. and, which yeah, is like such I a fucking that. low blow. That was so to, crazy. To like, um, like, I'm sorry that you, you, your life isn't what you thought it would be, which is also like a really fucking low blow. To like cut to them in that fucking bleak hallway just hugging each other, triple hug being like, I want my friends. Like if my friend, if I, if my partner died and my friend was like, I'm sorry, your husband died and you have to be such a fucking loser about it. Like I wouldn't be like hugging them in three minutes, you I, know, me being a ghost while they're hugging. Yeah. Like, you'd be, you're the one who's Hold dead on. in this situation. What? <laughs> and here I am being a ghost. Yeah. Right. Ryan, Ryan being like, wow, really dodged a bullet on that one. Uh. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with this I'd be the worst cheap ghost. ass hallway? You'd be too tall to be a ghost. <laughs> like your head would be sticking through the ceiling. <laughs> tall ghost. They'd be like, yeah, he doesn't even weigh that much for a tall ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I thought that was crazy though when they when they uh like it was literally just like this basic petty bullshit argument and then she's like I'm sorry tomorrow's the anniversary of your husband's death okay (laughs) (laughs) it's so hardcore it's like it's like real evil uh you know mean girl shit where they're just like I'm gonna say the the worst thing I can right now the thing that hurts the most yeah which is kind of I guess it's kind of like comedy in some way because when you're like really riffing and like something happens sometimes when somebody interrupts you like from stage you have to be like okay I have to say the meanest thing possible that I can think of in the next five seconds it's like they're just life hecklers they're just (laughs) yeah they're like they're always ready like no as 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 a lady who was a former girl who was mean I get the instinct to just be like, I'm going to low blow the fuck out of this bitch. But like, but they're friends. But yes, but like that shit, that shit ended when I was like 17. If I'm like 65 still doing that shit. I can't believe that. Pat on the back because I'd be a fucking queen. That would rule. (laughs) I mean, obviously it has to do with like the level of like distance they have from like normal people's lives you know yeah and like yeah i mean this is their job their job is to be an asshole basically yeah yeah they're making good tv they're making good money they're you know doing whatever they're (laughs) they look very good for how exhausted they must feel from being horrible (laughs) (laughs) yes that is a that is a a great way to describe this. They look good for how exhausted they should be for being horrible. Yes. Take that one to the grave. Um, put, you know, put that on my gravestone. Yeah. Shit. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing we usually ask, like, yeah. at, at the end of these episodes is, would you watch this particular Real Housewives again? Dude, I fucking have to, man. Like... <laughs> They're, like the next day was the anniversary of her husband's death. She yeah, man. That in the next episode, someone I thought someone was going to get punched this episode, and it didn't happen. <laughs> it always they they are like the the um, group New York that like will never throw punches. Like they'll get it right oh. up to the line, and then they won't. If you want people to actually get in fights, you gotta watch Jersey. Jersey, they, they, throw, like they Jersey. throw punches. Jersey's insane. She, like, grab your shoulders, like oh, cute. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Jersey, they will throw down. They'll Jersey, flip tables, they yeah, do the man. Whole thing. It's fun. Yeah, um, I think do yourself a favor if you want to see the best fight that's ever existed on Unreal Housewives, and you're going to be surprised by when I say this, but the best fight that's ever existed is Joe Gorga versus Joe Judice. Just two of the squattest little men, just just Mario and Luigi coming Jesus. at each other. Just it was, I mean, truly, yeah. just two small men attacking each other. One of the greatest things I've ever seen. Um, sorry, sorry, that's like must see TV. You know, that's why this yeah, is popular. for sure. Um, so let's we'll wrap it up. And yeah. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug? Anything that's coming up? Uh, anything like or where people can find you on social? Uh. I'm at Twitter, Snell you later, Jake Snell on everything else. Um, I guess the only thing, like, obviously there's not much live happening, but there's, we're going to go ahead with plans for Madison comedy week to be in August. Uh, That was originally in June. And obviously we're not going to know exactly what that's going to look like yet until kind of right before. But people can follow the Madison comedy week Instagram, right? They have an Instagram. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. 
and Facebook and then MadisonComedyWeek.com. Yeah. We'll, we'll be posting updates. We won't really be advertising anything until we like have no more. Yeah. Cause it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, usually it's like this big thing, 25 shows, like 90 K. Yeah. Like, oh, it's super know. fun. Yeah. It's awesome. Cause it gets a lot of people out in Madison who don't usually go see comedy. Cause like, they'll just kind of say, Oh, okay, this is happening. And, and you get like different crowds, which I think is really cool. Cause you have the club and the club crowds. There are primarily college students or, right. you know, people who live in the city, but Madison comedy week will get people all, all over the place. I mean, which I, I think, think is really rad. Of stuff is really cool. And like the fact that like the out of towners networking with Madison comics, because like Madison comics every year, I mean, probably with the exception of this year, it's like, it seems that on average people are doing more and more legitimate kind of things where they're yeah. like, you know, so it's, it's been really nice to get people like a lot of shows incubate kind of launch throughout that platform because they just, they get the chance to try a new show and then, do it year round, you know? So we, obviously there's more important things going on and people losing yeah. more than, than just the ability to throw a festival, but we're going to try to. Yeah. People need to laugh too. That's important. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So people can check that out. Um, we'll have some plugs that we'll do at the front of this episode as well. Um, and people can check us out, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, definitely. And we will catch you next time on welcome to reality. <laughs>